0: Hello, dear listeners, and a very warm welcome to another episode of Field Notes, the weekly podcast from the Hindu business line and all things agribusiness. You can find the podcast on our website, or look for Business Line podcasts in Spotify and Google Podcasts and follow us for instant new show notifications. If you'd like us to discuss any issue in particular or suggest people you'd like to hear on the pod, tweet us at Business Line using hashtag fieldnotes. Alternatively, you can write to me at the email in the show's description below. On today's show, we'll be talking about an agricultural commodity where India is literally the top banana. No Bonofi pies for guessing the right answer. Banana is culturally and economically the most important fruit of India. It is ubiquitous and inexpensive. No festival or puja is quite complete without the offering of bananas to the gods. Let me attack you with some stats of India's annual fruit production. India produces about 100 million tons of fruits and bananas account for about 30% of that. India accounts for nearly a quarter of the global banana output, but it barely exports 2% of the 30 million tons or so it produces every year. Small nations like Ecuador and Guatemala ship millions of tons. But lately, there has been a small Indian surge. In 2020, Indian exports rose almost 50%. To tell us more about this rise and why India's exports in general have slipped on banana peels, we have with us Martin Witwak. He's the CEO of Desai Agri Foods, headquartered in Navsari in Gujarat. It is India's largest banana exporter with shipments of close to 80,000 tons annually. Hi Martin, how are you? Very good. Good to speak to you Vivek. Have you been staying up late to follow the fortunes of Switzerland in Euro 2020? Of
1: course, and I have not been too pleased about the results, as you can imagine.
0: We hope that Switzerland can be a banana skin for several other teams in the group. (laughs) What explains this mini resurgence in banana exports that India is witnessing?
1: I think it has something to do with several players that have been in the field for many years all making progress in working with farming communities and developing bananas that have sufficient quality to compete in the international market.
0: Why was India lacking so much in quality, despite the fact that it was a leading producer in the world, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, it's it's the largest largest
1: producer,
0: huge domestic market, right? A third of the global output, if I'm not
1: wrong. Yeah, roughly, yeah. You know, if you have such a large domestic market, exports simply were not important. And India has a very high share of smallhold farmers that individually would not be in a position to export. So they needed players like us that had the foresight of working with the farming community teaching them best in class cultivation practices and all of a sudden having a export grade that would be able to fetch market shares in each of these export markets
0: now take me through some of the challenges you faced and how did you create this ecosystem for the export of a fruit which prima facie looks very difficult to handle so it seems a very delicate fruit
1: Yes, it's a delicate fruit because it requires harvesting as green banana. So a lot of bananas look green, but you need to know which among the green bananas you need to harvest. And it's delicate because it requires ripening. So it it requires ripening in ripening chambers. That by itself constitutes to a bit of a industrial process and mastering that process has value. Individual farmers are not able to do it and so working together with them enables us to give these farmers access to export market.
0: What is the specific requirement of the export market? What does the export market look for, which Indian banana didn't have previously?
1: I think that the export markets look for consistent quality and consistent quality means even ripened consistent size no bruises types of fruit
0: i was following a little bit of the brexit debate in the uk where the curvature of bananas would often be invoked by the brexiteers is there any truth to it do you also have to follow some curvature parameters when you export to european countries
1: I think the European Union had a mandate for having a certain shape of the banana and it became a symbol of overregulation by the European Union. Um, Our export markets from a regulatory point of view have minimum residue levels or chemicals. So we test our banana against about a hundred different chemicals ensuring that we are selling healthy fruit to our markets. So the notion of healthy fruit, as you know, within Oterra is really on the forefront, right? Making a contribution to India, but also to the world at large.
0: So when you say several players working with the farming community, what has gone inside the making of this rise in export? How do you, for instance, work with the farming community in increasing
1: exportable quality yields? So the ingredients that you give to make sure the plants are healthy, the fruits are healthy, and as a result have a quality grade that is exportable. We start working with the farmers usually 14 weeks before the harvest and work with them in order to perform the various processes that go into cultivating the bananas. Historically, it's been in Gujarat. Navsari, as you know, is in southern Gujarat, and that's where it all started about 20 years ago. And we gradually made our ways south, So Maharashtra represents maybe about 40% of our procurement. And more recently, we've also gone into Andhra and look at banana procurement hubs in Karnataka and Tamil Nadu. The idea is to go enough south so you avoid the chilling in winter when the temperatures go below 14 degrees Celsius. And as a result, The plant, the fruit gets damaged and the ripening is no longer even. It no longer gives a beautiful yellow color Mm -hmm. if it goes below 14 degrees.
0: Martin, which are the big banana catchment areas for you?
1: So because of the risk of ripening, there is a propensity to produce more and more bananas in India in the southern part of India. And so you have the big banana belts from southern Maharashtra into Andhra Pradesh, into Tamil Nadu. In the east, you have bananas more for local consumption. Export grade bananas are mainly from the west and the southwest of the country.
0: I come from the south. I come from Tamil Nadu, near Trichy, where the Banana Research Institute of India is located. And that district used to pride itself on being the highest yielding district in the country for bananas. But I recently read that Anantpur in Andhra Pradesh may have overtaken it and Desai fruits may have some role to play in it.
1: Yes, we are a large off taker in Anantpur. It's one of our important procurement hubs.
0: When you say South Gujarat and you mentioned Anantapur, what strikes me is that both of them on the surface of it seem fairly arid areas. So how have they come to the forefront of banana production? I can understand a district like Trichy with abundant water supply and the kind of soil quality. But what about these places? That was a bit of a surprise for me.
1: Gujarat and Maharashtra have a lot of surface water. So in southern Maharashtra, you have very large dam systems, and as a result, there is enough surface water. The irrigation equipment that is being used by many of the farmers has become more sophisticated over time. Drip irrigation, for instance, uses 40% less water than flooding, for instance, that has been used traditionally by a lot of farmers. And for that, you need to have piping and it becomes a more capital intensive play, but you will have healthier plants and better quality bananas.
0: Is irrigation also important because banana seems to require a lot more water than, than other crops? Would that also yeah. be a consideration? Irrig-
1: irrigation is key.
0: India is also a country of huge banana diversity especially in the south if you look at any cart that sells bananas you'll be amazed by the sheer number variety of colors of bananas available when i look at organized retail shop shelves or fruits in the export market it's fairly homogenized you have Grand Nain or the Robusta variety are you also working with farmers to explore the potential for exporting different varieties native to India
1: You know, Cavendish is the export for great bananas. And as we build market presence in the export markets, but also domestically, we are going to be open to also add other varieties. The export volume, so the percentage of total volumes, is such a small percentage, I do not really see how this is going to really lead to a single variety taking hold. But you're right to point out, India has fantastic varieties of bananas, and we would love to explore using other varieties and make them marketable as well.
0: Martin, has the infrastructure and logistics in India improved over the years because banana seems a very delicate and fickle fruit. Have there been any significant changes for a rise in exports to happen?
1: There have been huge changes in infrastructure. And that starts with the quality of the pack houses. So today, the pack houses are multi lines of packing, have abundant water in order to wash the fruit. And then also the logistics within India has greatly improved. The quality of the roads is better. And as a result, the bananas are healthier. And we also pioneered the banana train. You may have heard about that three years ago. In collaboration with a number of units in Andhra Pradesh, we developed the banana train. So we have rail service from Anantapur in Andhra Pradesh to Mumbai Port.
0: And what are these banana railway wagons like? How are they different from regular freight wagons?
1: We always use reefer containers. So reefer containers are containers that keep the temperatures consistently at about 13 degrees Celsius. We stuff each of these containers and then the containers go from the procurement hub all the way to the export destination.
0: There have been a lot of reports about many state governments incentivizing banana production, specifically aimed at
1: exports,
0: and Andhra seems to be a case in point. What has happened in terms of policy? Do you
1: notice any significant changes there? I think many of the local governments came to a realization on how big a potential banana represents. As you pointed out at the beginning, it's only about 2% of the total volume that is being produced and consumed in India. And it has fantastic impacts on the income of farmers if farmers are able to produce export grade bananas. So the local governments are seeing that opportunity and are facilitating policies that allow for better infrastructure rail movement, better logistics in general, so the bananas can be exported.
0: How long before India has its own Chiquita
1: <laughs>
0: or, or Del Monte? And what do we need to uh, do to get there?
1: By upgrading our quality, we hope to keep the Chiquitas and Del Montes and dolls of this world out of India, because we fill that space of premium quality bananas.
0: Uh, How has this translated in terms of profits for the farmers that you work with? You know, uh, this export orientation and better quality bananas. How has it impacted their livelihoods and incomes?
1: Better quality leads to better prices, leads to higher farmer income. I think that's the equation.
0: Give me an illustration of by how much over, say, the last five or 10 years of your working with them, they would have uh, increased their incomes.
1: We celebrated 20 years of Desai one and a half years ago and had about, I think, 300 farmers participate in that event. There were incredible testimonials of the farmers who had been working together with us over many years on how their farmer incomes have doubled and tripled as a result of the association together with us. But at the end, it always comes down to that equation. To give you a sense, between A-grade and B-grade bananas, there is about 25% difference in value, in price. And the C-grade banana is discounted from the B-grade by about 70%. So a banana farmer that has only inferior quality will go out of existence. So like with many fresh produce, right, quality is absolutely key. And in order to produce quality, you need to have expertise and you need to have capital, both things. And that's why, you know, close collaboration with the farming communities in terms of plant care and fruit care is so important.
0: Which are your biggest markets uh, in terms of export?
1: In, in the Middle East, it is the GCC, that's a term familiar, right? And Iran, both are very important to us. We are evaluating opportunities for going through Chabahar port into Central Asia. This could be a game changer for the agricultural industry in India.
0: What are the challenges of exporting to or cracking a market like Europe? Your focus seems to be the GCC countries. What are the challenges going beyond that?
1: The Middle East has always been the low hanging fruit. So Indian bananas have a big advantage in the Middle East because as you know, you just have to go across the Arabian Sea, right? Within three or four days, you're at the port of destination. And that compares favorably to the Philippine bananas or the Ecuador bananas that take more than 20 days to reach the port of destination. Mm-hmm. And in Europe, that advantage is less available. So in order to reach the European markets from India, you also take 15 to 20 days. So the game is a bit different. And we will need to find markets for Indian bananas in India where the competitive advantage must lie again in the good price performance. So having good value for a good quality banana.
0: Martin, with banana, is there significant opportunity for value addition to the fruit as well?
1: So there's certainly value addition with a banana plant. We've seen over the last 10 years so many different ways on how banana leaves are being used. And we're also working with the local communities and providing them banana leaves for, for instance, developing craft or for developing bags. When it comes to the bananas itself, we have evaluated value-added steps. So there are banana chips that are becoming popular and that are being sold in supermarkets. There are dried bananas in general that are making their ways. But when you look at the total volume of these processed bananas versus the fresh bananas, it's a very, very small percentage still.
0: Martin, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you, Vivek. Thanks. Until next week, goodbye and God
1: bless.